How, why would I run to the wrong end zone though? Because you're a big dumb idiot, I, and it's I a would you rather. Like, what, what, what's going on? You know, that's honestly the sign of a good commercial. Which is, you can argue it's the sound of a bad commercial when you can't remember what the heck it's a commercial That's for. Great. I find it interesting that LeBron James has a house in LA. In LA, yeah, that's right. So real. he doesn't live in Cleveland, he doesn't live in Akron. Absolutely Miami. not. He's, Absolutely he's in LA every other time that he's not playing for the Cavs. It's very interesting. Think about the technicality of that guy in court. He could sue the Mets because technically, Mr. Met only has four fingers. The equivalent of floor seats in baseball would be if they start selling tickets to where fans get to sit in the dugout. You have to rock the Kyle Guy man bun for a year. Welcome back, everybody, to episode 46 of Perpetual Sports Talk. My name is Sean. And I'm Scott. 46 is equivalent to... One year, for some reason, for our math. Right. How many weeks are in a year? 54. 53, 54? 52. 50, it's definitely 52 52 to 54 We've missed Something like that A lot of weeks Yeah I thought we even did Two a week yeah, That makes sense though That makes sense Yeah we took a lot of You skipped like three We took a lot of LeBron James Yeah the summer was Pretty sense. Did we play more Games than LeBron James Did last year Let's see here Played 46 Did he play He probably played 46 Yeah he definitely played 46 Yeah that's half a little more than half. Yeah, so basically one year tomorrow or the next day, one year anniversary of Perpetual yeah. Sports Talk. Yeah, happy I anniversary. Definitely did not think we were going to make it. No, absolutely no, not. No, I thought I would burn out. No. This level of focus is something I've never experienced before. <laughs> that it's always sunny? It's got, yeah. Nice. Yeah. It's And the episodes really haven't changed all that much. Like, no, really. The descriptions are almost the same uh-huh. every single time. We, got, we added some segments. We started... Discussing what beer we're drinking, which, by the way, tonight, toasted lager. That's the conversations that we're going to have. Point. There. Blue Point's toasted lager. Inspiration comes from, which is Long Island. Okay, so a little. American beers. Yeah, a little. Yeah, you don't buy, you don't buy foreign buy imports. Foreign crap. No way. I mean, some foreign beers are pretty good. No way. I saw the Oktoberfest stuff pop up on the shelves. I said too early. Yeah, friend. We'll definitely have that though in a Too couple early, weeks. Too early, friend. Of course. And if hopefully we're still doing it in yeah, a couple who weeks. Knows? It's a week to week basis. Podbean's going to be asking for a check here in a couple <laughs> days, and we're going to have to say so you give us one. a check. We've been we've been feeding you hits, hits from different countries. That's what's really impressive. Anyway, yeah. we have listeners out there. They're somewhere. I don't know who they are. But. No, they never they never talk about themselves. They're like. Who knows? They're, they're, it's like smoke, right? Who knows? Yeah, you yeah. can't you can't grab onto them. We do they're have elusive. A, we do have a guest today, though. Yeah, that's that's a new. Well, not a new one, but it's it's pretty rare. Mm-hmm. And so we always said, and so somebody responded to the back call and said, "I want to be on the show." Did he ask, or no, did I you reach him. out? Yeah, you reached out. So the wait list is still. Well, it's actually one now. And then the other guy jumped on and said, "I got next week." Really? And I said, "Cool." Yeah, everybody listening out there, you got to hop in line to today. Now it's one. Whenever you listen. Now it's one, yeah. He's got next week. Other things on the docket other than our call to the bullpen, our regular guy interview, we're going to talk about Washington Nationals. We have a football game on tonight, New England Patriots and Kansas City Chiefs. Maybe get into a little bit of college football from last week, uh, preview college football coming this week. Mm-hmm. And our discussion with our with our caller is going to be all about uh, stealing signs in baseball yeah. because of the Boston Red Sox, New York Yankees fiasco. Cheaters. All that all that stuff is in the description if you guys want to skip ahead to that, or if you want to listen to the whole thing. We Hang just out. we just appreciate you being here. Really, sure. What's first on the docket for us? 
I think we got baseball. Washington Nationals. Normal. Baseball season. Got some September call-ups. Victor Robles coming to yeah, that's uh, c- coming to the big club, not playing tonight. However, he might make an appearance sometime this weekend. It's a good weekend appetizer uh, hour early. We uh, Something that concerned me, and I'll shoot it by your bow. Okay. Uh, this is, it's kind of old news. It was last weekend. They dropped three out of four to the Milwaukee Brewers. And nothing to freak out about. It's an it's a early September series, late August series. Right. But I just couldn't get over the the three out of four number because losing three games out of four. You know the first thing that jumped into my mind. No losing series. I, I don't know. Well, yeah. All you got to do is lose three games in the NLDS, and then oh, you're going home. You know, and, and it's oh, it's just early September. They're resting guys. Bryce. Yeah, but you know that doesn't matter. Slumps like that can happen. It, it can happen any time, and the postseason is. We've said it so many times on the podcast. The postseason is a new season. If someone is hot at the time, they might stay hot. If someone was hot a couple weeks early, they might get cold. Look at look at the Dodgers situation. It's a crapshoot. Yeah, and it always has been in the past. The playoffs are always just a crapshoot in any in any sport. You got to get to the playoffs, and I guess the NBA is an exception where. You got the Warriors and Cavs in it every year, and you know LeBron James is going. Uh huh. But NFL, MLB, NHL—it's all just basically get to the playoffs, and anything can happen. Right. Unless you're DC sports. Right. Uh, yeah, but you know, get to the playoffs—that's going to happen sometimes. Somebody's going to make past the past uh, the first round. Don't want to jinx anything, but again, looking really good. The Brewers series, because again, Brewers might be a potential. Well, you know why we lost three of four is because we talked about it last week and said it was the Nats year. Our title of last week's episode was Nats year. We just have to not talk about the Washington Nationals. Talk about anything we want to do well and they'll do well. We took like a, we took like three weeks off Mm -hmm. and I think they won every single game in those three weeks. (laughs) No, that's when when Bryce Harper broke his kneecap. So maybe we're the, we're the Nats good luck charm or something. Maybe, maybe, but I couldn't get past that number. Uh, maybe it's nothing. Maybe it's a big nothing burger. Who knows? Dodgers losing, uh, let's see here, six-game losing streak. I think they're one and nine in their last ten. See, that's just another it, it, – it's who's hot. Like, what's to say – or who's too to much say, time, though. Who's There's to say that can't time. happen in October? Absolutely. It absolutely could. When when good baseball is being played in October and, and, and the Diamondbacks on a ten-game winning streak. Right, right. I feel like we're doing too much recapping right now. Let's let's move the topic over a little bit. Okay. Let's talk about this past series. I think. Well, I don't know if it was the past one, but the, with the Marlins, mm-hmm. we wrote. You wrote something down here that was good about you know the whole stadium thing. Yeah. Do you want to elaborate? Sure. Sure. Uh, did Did you watch any Nats Marlins the past couple of days? Yeah. Yeah. I watched a little bit. So obviously yeah. the situation yeah. in in Florida, it's you know scary state of emergency. Everybody's evacuating yeah. the crazy Irma. But, you know, I click on the Nats game and, and Marlins Park, it's emptier than usual. I mean, it's usually empty. Sure. Uh, it was less than 50%. I think it was 41% full. They had like 17,000 people, which really? which was a bold-faced lie. When, there was not 17,000 no, people. No, they might sh- I was looking at the ESPN, like, estimated, and it might be how many tickets they sell. Sure. But definitely not how many are going to the game. Oh, so no Marlins fans, they, they get a pass. I think please, for this week, please. Obviously, I thought you were going to take the other stance and been like, "Why didn't they show?" I thought. Oh, no, I, no, no, I thought no, no, when no. you wrote this no, thing no, down, no, 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 like, oh, I was like, oh my gosh. He's no, I think I out. well, okay. To be fair, I did write it. When I first wrote it as that, like, Marlins fans are so bad. But then the next day, I found out about a hurricane. Irma. Oh, I didn't know that there was a okay. horrible <laughs> death bringer okay. of a hurricane. That's a pass then. Um, however, I was thinking about just the stadium experience because I'm on. And you know, you know, you're you're watching. A, it's it's the game that's not really full. College baseball game this is a good example. You could hear stuff going on on the field. Yeah. Like, because Marlins Park was so empty, you can literally, like, they zoom in on, on the hitter. Right. You can hear him talking to the catcher. And the umpire. I, I remember w- watching Jason Worth, and it was, um, I heard I heard him ask the umpire, of course, is Jason Worth. He goes, what's the count? Like, I heard, I read his lips, and I heard it because Marlins Park is so empty. Um, that's, and, yeah, that's weird. 
That's a weird question because it's like everywhere. The count's like everywhere. Right. And don't it's, and it's like, board? it's your at bat. Yeah, Why like, don't you know what the count is, you <laughs> big dumb idiot? But, it's a very Jason Ward thing to do. But uh, I was thinking about just, we always talk about on ways that to enhance the viewing experience of sports. Yeah. Okay. Always. Uh, Elena's brother, Elena's younger brother, one of our followers actually on Twitter. Okay. Just, um, the only got, guy that retweets us? Got, the only guy. Nice. Got one of those, uh, you put your iPhone in these goggles and yeah. you wear them yeah. and it looks like, it's like a virtual reality thing. He got yeah. one of those. Yeah. I didn't put it on. Elena put them on and... She said that th- there were a couple apps, whatever, like she was in like a haunted house and it looked like she, like you move around yeah. and everything moves with you. My first thought of course was like, I wonder if they have some sort of sports uh, app where, you know, you click it on, you click what game you want to watch and then it randomly puts you in some seat in the stands live? and you can live. Uh, and, probably not there yet. Right, but you see, like, it just ran. I see where you're going. You're, it. It's because like, I guess you could just click on the game and put in those goggles, but then, like, you're just watching the game up close. You know, you're just watching the game and it's close to your face. I'm talking That's, about. Okay, I, I know where you're going. Like, with I this. turn to my right and I see, like, a guy named Scott I'm wearing an Expos there. hat, like, I'm, all I'm salty looking. There. Yeah, or I turn to my left and, like, there's Murph uh, or something. See, I think we're combining, like, the two worst experiences of watching a baseball game. Of like, when you're at a, at a game, you're not at the game for the angle that you're sitting at. You're sitting at a terrible angle. You can't see balls or strikes. You're too far away to hear anything. Mm-hmm. There's no commentary going on. So, like, the good thing about the TV is you can see that's a great angle on basically everything. Right. And they have replays and everything. But then you go to the park, and the experience of being at the park, the smells, the beers, the dogs, mm-hmm. the people around you in the crowd, the mm-hmm. the sound of it. That's the experience. So I think, I, I know we were going with that, but I feel like we're taking two of the best things about watching a game on the couch, like we talked about last week, which is the, probably the number one thing ever to do, versus going to the game yes. and having the full experience. See what I'm saying? So that's why yeah, I don't think that's going to be as big of a deal. You're taking the smells out of the equation and, right. and just the feel. Why would you want to sit in a, home? Why would you want to watch the game from a crappy seat in, I, mean, I guess it wouldn't be crappy. It'd be like right behind home plate. Yeah. And, but, and maybe they, well, that's yeah. Maybe they stick a camera in somewhere the in the stadium and that becomes this, whatever app it's going to be called. That's that camera. So everybody tuning in is uh, sitting I in see. that seat. You know what a great camera was? I think they did it for the all-star game or something like that was the umpire cam. Yes. Dude, yeah. That we was definitely sweet. talked about that. That was sweet. Heck yeah. Body cams. Like body cams. No, I think it was on his, it was on their head, on but all the, all the like stuff that. coming out about body cams. Yeah. That's and a little touchy. Yeah, and anyway, sorry. Sticking stick to sports. Sorry. But still, that's going to be, that was like from the future right there. I can see it being like above the catcher, right? Or the, what the umpire is seeing. And then you do like a 360. So then you could look around anywhere. That would be pretty sweet. Well, it's, it's, the, it's, it's the experience of combining what's going on on the field to viewing, right? Like in the All-Star game too, you know, they test everything out during the All-Star game, I guess, was sure. they're interviewing Bryce Harper while he's playing right field. Mm-hmm. That's bringing the action on. It's like you're standing next to Bryce Harper in the outfield. You might as well be because he's talking to you, right? Joe Buck was talking to him. Or well, that was cool, yeah. But that, yeah. Anyway, my it's just I thought of it because, Marley, I felt like I was sitting in the other batter's box listening to old ugly Jason Worth ask what his own count was. And I thought this would be uh, kind of, that's a bad one. Yeah. That's a tough one. But so that was my, that was my whole deal with the, with, with Nats and, and Marlins park. I like what, it. What I else like with, it. what else with baseball? Well, we got sign stealing, but we we'll can talk that. about that for in a second. We'll um, I think we do need to talk about JD Martinez's game. Oh, of course. Of course. That, totally. That needs to be this. noted. Yeah. Totally I forgot about this. That needs to be noted Four home runs. Mm-hmm. And I like, I like again, what you wrote down there. I think it's, it's a great topic. Sure. Is, I believe, and I'm just totally making up these numbers. Wait. Murph is going to text me. Wait, in a few I, days. hold on. Before 28 you get- perfect games and 21, 23, four homer games. Ooh. I, 
There's been more perfect games than four homer games. Yeah, you're right with perfect games. I think with four homers, there's only been 18. Okay, so they're always off right there. I tried playing my Scotty Doesn't Know bite, but I don't know where it is right now. I'm going to play it, though. If it's, it's too long. It's over. It's over. Eh, no worries. Well, what's Scotty doesn't know. Well, okay, so those are the numbers. But again, here on Perpetual Sports Talk, we don't care about numbers. What's cooler, Scott? What's cooler? Is it a is it a, a four homer game as a fan or is it a perfect game? Yes, the, hitting four homers home runs in a game has happened fewer times in history, which it happened already this season. I didn't still it? think a perfect With, game is cooler. No, I don't. Think, I don't know about that. Scooter Jeanette, right? The oh, second baseman he for did. the Reds. He did. So it's happened twice already this season. Which, honestly, based on the way MLB is going. Four homer games are going to become the new three homer games. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Four home run yeah. games is going to be they're not going to be as cool because everybody's hitting home runs. Home runs that's the there's been a record setting home well, runs gets all, every reset month. Every single you know, time, you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, it gets reset every single time. The but I do think perfect game is cooler. Yes, I would. Agree I would with love you. to go to a game where it's a perfect game i always like root for both pitchers and sure that is over and yeah, it's if it if i go to a game and a perfect game is pitched against the nationals wouldn't care a bit mm-hmm. if i go to a game and somebody else hits four home runs off the nationals not happy about that right well you know what too just coming from purity of baseball when you talk about a guy hitting four home runs in a game that baseball game in and of itself probably wasn't all that good. That means there's a it's high scoring, probably a lot of pitching changes, bad pitching mistakes to allow one guy to hit. Like why why are you even pitching to JD Martinez his his fourth time up at bat? You see what I'm saying? But when it's a perfect game, that means infielders are making incredible plays, pitchers are hitting spots. Yeah. You know, guys might be taking good at bats, just you know, maybe not getting lucky with contact. You see what I'm saying? I see where you're going with it. I see where you're going with it. <sighs> so from a baseball standpoint, a baseball game that's a perfect game is going to be better than a four-home run game. But can't you see, I mean, the ignorant sports fan would go, like, oh, my God, like, there's no runs being scored. It's such a boring game. Uh-huh. It's so boring. And uh-huh. Well, you're going, once it hits, like, the fifth or sixth, you're going, nobody's got on base. Right. It's looking, it's looking good. Right. You, you need to have patience. The worst would be like a two-hit game mm-hmm. on both sides. Both teams has two hit, two three hits going into the seventh, eighth, and that's just nobody wants to see that. Who who had? I think it was Dodd. Didn't Rich Hill have a perfect going until until the, the eighth? No, no, no. The ninth. I'm sorry, he had a no hitter. I don't. He I thought it was a perfect. perfect. It was a no no? I thought it was a perfect. It was a no hitter. It was a no hitter. I thought no, it was a per it was a perfect because somebody made an error, which destroyed the perfect. That's what it was. It really? wasn't even a hit, it was an error. I have to you, look that one up. Yeah, look at look he pitched into the tenth. Uh no, that yeah. no. That's no. I'll I'll actually put money on this one. He did. No, I'm saying he pitched into the tenth with a no hitter. Okay. And Josh Harrison hit the home run. Right. The walk-off home run. Right. But the perfect was broken up in the Don't ninth. Don't know about on that. A I error. can't attest to that one. But uh we might look it up on a break and then and then come back when we talk whatever to Evan. Yeah. Uh other than that, I think that's it with baseball. Let's wrap it up. All right, so we do have a guest this week, and I know that's that's pretty big. He's been on the wait list for a while. Um we got Evan from what Raleigh or Charlotte? I don't. I don't remember where you live, Ev. Got Evan. Oh, I right, rep in Raleigh and NC State. Isn't that NC State? The Pack. Yeah, that's NC State territory. Yep. There we go. But we're not talking college football right now. I know we ended our baseball discussion, but we're actually going to open it back up. So we had a big thing. Was it early this week? Over the weekend? I, news, I don't know. News broke. News broke sometime that wasn't broken by us. Uh, news broke that the Red Sox were stealing signs. Now, the Red Sox turned around and pointed fingers at the Yankees and, and all that. There was a bunch of finger pointing. Uh, I don't really want to, like, go over actually what happened. I don't think that's really what we do here. We don't really recap games or what happened. I think the better discussion, and, and Evan will help us with this because he's a big baseball guy, is, like, the whole, like, 
Stealing thought, stealing signs. The whole thought behind it, the legality of it, the unwritten rules in baseball. Which stealing signs is legal. I want to say that before we start this discussion. There's nothing illegal about stealing signs. Right. So so I think we just dig a little deeper into that. Do you have anything you wanna you wanna add before we dive into this, Ev? Um, yeah, no, I just to Sean's point, I definitely think, you know, traditionally stealing signs, having a guy down at second or something like that is completely legal, but I guess we'll get into it. But my my when you bring the technology into it, you, you draw a bit of a line there, I think. Yeah, and that's and that's also what I think need, definitely needed to be touched on. Is this technology that's being used and that, that makes it illegal. But the really it didn't really affect that many plays in the game. I think I read 24 times that the Red Sox had a guy on second base that they had the possibility of stealing. Now, the yeah, first they- time you get the guy on second base, you're not going to know. The second or third time, you probably won't even know. Mm-hmm. And then you'll get some times where it's hard to relay, where it's too quick. But, but it wasn't the, this guy on second, and Ev, you probably know this, but it wasn't the guy on second stealing the signs. They were watching the yeah. video monitor yeah. in the dugout. Which, I mean, that's when it's foul play. Yeah. And for me, it's it kind of like you guys said. Like, I don't think it affected the game at all. And to be honest, I don't even really care that much about the legality of it. And this is something I, I heard someone say on Sports Center. It's just petty. It's, it seems like petty and unnecessary to me. And it's, it's almost a trend that the Red Sox seem to, because I think they've been caught stealing signs in the past. I want to say a couple years ago, back in Toronto and probably some other places. But, but it just seems like, like the Red Sox are always trying to get the unfair advantage um, in anything, and it just seems kind of kind of unnecessary and kind of petty, which is where it bothers me. But it's within the rules of the game, and that and that's and I get why you say it's petty. But if it's within the rules of the game, and you, like how many steps it had to go through, so the the camera had to pick the signs, so the guys in the video room had to decode the the signs that were obviously going to be mixed up. And so they had to decode the signs. They had to relay it into the coach's Apple watch. Then the coach had to relay it into the set guy on second who had to relay it into the batter. Now that's a lot of steps and that's not efficient at all. So, I mean, I get how it's petty, but it's part of the game, you know, like it's the unwritten rules in baseball and it's kind of a gray area and everything. Yeah. If you're going to go through that many, if you're going to go through that many steps and still, I mean, they want, they won the series. They won two out of three games. They still lost. So if you're going to go through that many steps, it's sort of like that. We'll take it. Go ahead. Yeah. It's like, they're the clear best team in that division, in my opinion. And that's what it kind of almost bothers me that they're the ones that are up there trying to get an advantage. I feel like they will never just go toe to toe with someone and try and prove that they're, they're better without trying something, but and, and to the legality of it, I think isn't. I mean, I could be wrong, but I think if they do come out with some sort of uh, some sort of punishment, it's going to be specifically for using the technology because I think that right is not within the rules. Right. That that's yeah. the only foul play part of this is the is yeah, the eye watch. Man, I should get. We should get some uh, some lightning fast Wi Fi like the, like they got in freaking yeah. Yankee Stadium. We're having some we're having yeah. some connection issues. But well, yeah, but Evan, you're one of like the biggest Orioles fans I ever known, and I mean it's impressive how much you follow baseball in general, but specifically the Orioles. And like you're gonna, I, there's no way that the Orioles haven't tried this too. Like the Orioles are are doing this too. They're just not using technology to do it. No, everybody steals signs. Yeah. So so I don't know what what you're getting at with the whole petty thing, you know. So everybody's doing it. It's within the rules. The Orioles aren't using tablets and and crap like that, but they're doing it. The technology for me though, like, uh, and that really is is where it draw the line or the line kind of draws for me. And I, I don't know. All right. And, well, and and just the Red Sox too, but yeah, it's Boston and Boston yeah. cheats. That's a proven fact. But another thing to what both you guys were saying that it's you know you know petty you know that's something to describe this. But this is a 162 game season, right? The Sox, like Evan said, like why even bother do this for three games? That's how much that these guys care about every single game, every single inning, every single pitch is that they're willing to go through all of these steps just to get it. I mean, isn't that amazing? 
Like that's the drive that some of these guys have. Like, I think that shouldn't be taken lightly. It's incredible. It is good to know with all the kind of complaints from the more casual baseball fans nowadays that the players don't care and they're just out there for a paycheck. And that is a good point. It's good to see good to see them really trying for any any little edge they can get to win games. Yeah, and just a few, but. All right, so I do have a, I do have a good question for you, and this is getting away from you. As as a baseball purist, what is your favorite unwritten rule in baseball? Oh, I like it. My favorite unwritten rule. Yeah, just a baseball a baseball thing, the code, you know, th- throwing at guys or, you know, Ooh. the way you run around the bases, running down to first. Uh, the one that always gets me, because this one, and it's going to come back to the Red Sox here, as it always does, but the one that always bugs me, especially lately, that, that gets violated all the time is with throwing at guys. Because I have no problem, like, if a guy, I don't know, whatever the situation is, and you want to get, get a little bit of payback and you can hit him in the back, but there's kind of two things on that. So there's one, you get one chance to hit a guy. And if you miss him, if you throw it behind his back, or if you don't hit him, then that's your fault. And you don't get to throw at him twice or three times. Nice. And then the other thing is if you're not, if you don't have good enough control to not hit him in the right place, you know, like the thigh or, or even in the back, then you should not be throwing it, guys. Because there's too many situations this year with guys getting hit in the head um, or getting thrown at the head. Um, and then guys just taking, like, you know, multiple attempts at hitting a guy you know, not to harp on the Red Sox but earlier this year I mean I think they threw at Manny Machado like five times in the span of two weeks they've yeah. done that through the years in general not just this year like, like I have no problem and if they thought that's you know in that example the slide was dirty and they want to hit someone okay hit him you get one chance you better hit him you know don't go after his head and okay we can be done with it but when you start throwing at a guy over and over again because you're not accurate enough to hit him then that's your own fault that, that one gets me not interesting, Scott. That's a good question too. Do you have an unwritten rule in mind? You that's just a good one. you no. just came up with that and freaking went. Oh, with I it. did, I did. But <laughs> I, now that I'm, I'm trying to think of one as he's doing it because I knew you're going to do this and well, sandbag and put the pressure on me. Well, what about you? You're always complaining about <laughs> pressure. Like we're sitting here having a beer and so, talking there's a lot about of viewers, sports. man. A lot of a lot <laughs> of listeners. Stop getting so nervous. Just a lot of listeners depend on us okay, I, for their for their Friday morning commute. My, my, my mind went to hustling like around the bases, like just just, just around the bases, how, how you act on a home run, run around the bases, sprint. Don't, you know, don't lollygag it. I'm not like a, the pimp, I'm, the not a, flip. I'm not a bat, not a flip, bat guy. flipper. I'm not a, like standing in the batter's box for an extra second. That's my thing. It's just freaking run around the bases. Man. And it's the, it's the age old act like you've been there before. You know what I mean? I, I get it. Yeah. Especially it. in an age where pretty much everybody and their freaking grandmother, they're hitting home runs. Like home runs aren't even cool anymore. So, so stop acting like it's an impressive you feat. Can't, you can't tell me that Jose Batista's bad flip though is, is pretty, pretty sweet though. It's not pretty sweet. Why pretty is it sweet. pretty sweet? From two years ago? It's, it's exciting, man. Now, nah, what's exciting. he doing now? Hitting 215 and, and just dinking around and What's Jose Batista doing right now, F? Um, he's hitting about 200. He's got like 20 home runs and he's, you know, wondering where his next job's going to be next year. So. Wow. That, that makes that sense. That's impressive. actually pretty close to what he just said. Very impressive. <laughs> Nice. We got to come up with a good would you rather for Evan. Too. Would you rather? We need a good baseball. I need, we need a good baseball would you rather. Ooh. Like something maybe centered around ball. Like would you rather be hit by like a 95 mile per hour All fastball right, so, in the butt so Orioles, or have to go Orioles to Boston? Playoff, Orioles playoff picture. What's that looking like right now? Just real quick. Yeah. Um, it's going to be it's gonna be tough because I actually, I actually have come to really like this team and I think that uh, I mean, they have a good chance. They're one and a half out now. If Minnesota loses tonight, they're a game out. If they could just get one more average, you know, mediocre to average starting pitcher, then they'd be pretty good. But, the, I mean, their starters just, in a lot of cases, don't even give them a chance to win. So I think, I think it's going to be tough. I mean, they go into Cleveland, who's red hot this weekend, with, you know, three starters that most people probably haven't even heard of. So I, I think it's going to be tough. But I do like the team. I mean, I don't think many other teams can match what they have. Offensively, bullpen, defense, it's just, there's just, they, like, not enough depth. They, they have been there. They have been hot. I like. I mean, you think about O's and its home runs. I checked last week, and I think they were third in 
not just the AL, but the MLB in batting average. So they've been putting contact on it. Like, and yeah, like Evan said, it's, it's pitching with the Orioles. Yeah, the, the hitting it has been a lot more balanced, um, and runners in scoring position too. That's usually kind of where they struggled. And this year, if I'm, I mean, they've been much better, uh, you know, with guys on base and stuff. Um, and it, it really is just that they can get outs on the mound. Um, but we'll see. I, I don't, you know, the teams ahead of them in the wild card hunt right now don't really, you know, strike too much fear in anyone. I don't think either. So we'll have to see how it turns out. But all right, so we like to play a game with our guests on the show would you rather i'm pretty sure sean doesn't have to explain it for the hundredth time you don't gotta be rude sean doesn't, you don't have to be sean rude thinks uh, low of people and doesn't think they know how to play would you rather look it could be uh, you think our fans in japan know how to play would you rather they probably don't do we have listeners in japan if you didn't know that um it's pretty cool um but ev does know how to play would you rather all right so i think we both got one um would you rather take uh, 98 mile an hour Chris Sale fastball off your back or have the Orioles make the wild card game. Not win the wild card game, but make it. Wait, wait, hold on. I think that's not, like, isn't that a win? What are you saying here? I think, did you? So, no. Would you, would you rather take a Chris Sale fastball off your back? Right. Or have the Orioles definitely make the wild card isn't that an obvious evan isn't that an obvious would you rather yeah, yeah making the wild card would be a blessing at this point um i do get where you're what? going because i don't get where you evan explain I, to me where scott's going because he's stupid and i don't understand him well i mean i was actually in toronto for the wild card game last year um and to and to watch them lose um, in what was it, like the 12th inning on a walk-off home run against Toronto with Zach Britton sitting in, sitting in the bullpen. I mean, that's tough. Evan, we've been talking for 20 minutes now. Scott told me about a buddy that went up to Toronto just for that. I, I didn't connect the dots here. I didn't know it was you. That's awesome. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, that was – I mean, it was, it was an awesome trip, but uh, – you know, would have liked to win, but so so no. I don't, I don't. I didn't get an answer though. So like, I'm I'm talking. They get to the wild card game. They they don't. They don't have a chance. I mean, they're probably going to get beat in the wild card game. Or would you rather? So oh, that's what you're saying. Or, Heartbreak or okay. Yeah. I'm sorry. I. My bad, uh, Scott. I I didn't understand that it was an obvious. You make it to the wild card game, you lose. I didn't know that's what you were setting them up with. It's not obvious. It's just. It's either or. Okay, okay, Evan. Here's what I gotta. I, I don't. I'll say it's better than Scott's. I'm just gonna say it. <laughs> Would you rather spend, uh, you know, have like a guys' night out with Manny Machado, Adam Jones, and Jonathan Scope? You know, you go to Pickles Pub in Baltimore, hang out, tacos, talk baseball. Would you rather do that or have? Uh, uh, a one-time weightlifting lesson. <laughs> you know, for me, I'm not. I'm not much of a lifter, so I think I think I'll give the easy nod to to Jones, Scopey, and uh, and Manny. All right, ha- sure. hanging with the boys and sacrificing yeah. some guns like Crush Davis. All right, my my would you rather was stupid, but that was that was pretty bad too. That wasn't bad. I mean, <laughs> that had that had some elements of hanging out and getting strong and tough. Come on, that was all right. <laughs> that was that was Not a pretty a, poor effort on our part. It was it, it was on the fly. It was on the fly. Anything else around baseball, Evan, that you want to talk about? The mic is yours. Um, you know, I, I think that pretty pretty much covers it. Uh, Glad I got my Orioles two cents in there, but uh, uh, that, that's, I mean, yeah. No, we, we love it because apparently Cy wants to come on next week, and that might be a problem, talking too much about Gamecock football and SEC BS and, and that kind of deal. So it's it's good to have you on. You got to stick to the baseball. Yeah, we still got a month left, and we have a fun postseason. It should be a fun postseason, actually. But yeah, It always is. It always is, but. Yeah, I'm. I'm not ready for football yet. I'm not ready to talk to argue with Sai about the SEC. So we're we're really glad to have you on, and you definitely bring a different perspective. Yeah, definitely. Uh-huh. All right, man. So that's that's. We're gonna wrap that up, and we're gonna we're gonna move on to a new segment. Thanks, guys.
All right. Thanks, Evan. Thanks a lot. That was some good stuff talking to talking to Evan. Yeah, we had fun. We had fun. Good interview. But now actually changing sports. I know we said we were going to wrap up baseball like two segments ago. Now we're actually wrapping it up. Uh, College football opened up last weekend. We're about to get into week two in in a couple days. Tonight. Uh, No, no. Football is just happening now. That's the thing. It's, It's dominating the landscape. It's taken over. And we talked a lot last week about why we prefer college football to the NFL. And I think everything that we mentioned was pretty much uh, showcased during the first weekend of college football, which is traditionally the uh, big-time program brings in a cupcake. Everything we talked about, the the matchups, the the imperfections, the chances of upsets, everything happened over the weekend. It was a great week one in college football. Usually is. I mean, kicking off football. I love the guarantee games, man. I, I, lo- I love it when a team gets paid to play another team, and then that team that got paid beats them. Guar- it's awesome. Guaranteed, because that's the fad. Guaranteed games are a lose-lose for the big-time program. They're that's, a lose-lose. That's because- capitalism. That's free market at its finest. That's Le- amazing. Let's take... Let's take one of one of the biggest upsets over the weekend. Okay. Maryland beating number 23 Texas. Sure. Right? So that game right there. That game right there. This is this is Texas who's 23 before the season's even starts, whatever that means. They, you know, Maryland comes in and 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 here's why it's lose-lose. They beat them, they're supposed to beat them. Okay? So it's not a big deal. They lose right. to them, which they did and it becomes a huge story and uh-oh, our program's in the tank. And, and and that's what you got. UNLV, they bring in Howard, an FCS school. They lose to Howard. And even if they that's beat them. That's way worse. And, I mean, Maryland game was, they were both Power 5 schools. The yeah, Howard but, Mar- but Maryland. Different. Maryland. Oh, Howard, because it's FCS playing UNLV, who is just an FCS school in disguise, really. Not basketball-wise, but. I mean, I get it, get, but, but well, that's the thing. And Alabama, I don't know school- if Maryland made any money off it. Howard made about six hundred thousand dollars to play. Well, uh, Baylor, uh, UNLV, UNLV, oh, Howard Universe, yeah, UNLV, UNLV. six hundred thousand dollars to play him. And so for Howard, it's a no-brainer. You take any of those games that you can get, but. For UNLV, it's a lose-lose because if you beat Howard, right. you're supposed to beat him. Who cares? Right. You lose to him, and it's which they did, and it, it literally made history. It was the biggest upset, uh, point spread-wise, Vegas, whatever, yeah. uh, in in history. So it's funny because there are teams out there who are going away from the fad of playing a cupcake school. I'm talking college, and I know we want to get into college basketball. Sure. College no, football. Go ahead. Schools like Alabama. Alabama's week one for the past couple of years, I feel like it's been pretty tough. Like, they're not buying yeah. into the let's beat up on Nick a cupcake. Because like there's, that, no, there's nothing. Yeah. Who cares? That's Nick it, it does nothing. We would rather, we're a championship team. We want to go show that so none of our wins can be disputed. And that's how sports should be. And I know you want to get into. No, so I to, get it. I get it. And I mean, with Nick Saban in Alabama, too, they lose a game and they're like, well, we never played any cupcakes. We're playing a good team every single game. Yeah, and and he said that before in press conferences. Right. Like, yeah, all, all of our wins are. We beat FSU the first game. Right. Who did? Who did? Like you. T- like right now, I'm gonna think about. I'm gonna come back to this conversation. The the teams in the college football playoff. Alabama's gonna be one. The other three schools. I wonder who they played this past weekend. Alabama's gonna say, yeah, we had a legit Clemson. win. You know, yeah. what I mean? we had a legit win this this past. Who did you guys sure. play? And anyways, go, sure. go, I interrupted you. Go ahead. No, no, I'm not, you're not interrupting me at all. Um, the whole like getting paid to play. For, I'm talking about from the smaller school because I've been on the smaller schools end of it where I we've gotten paid to play a big school. It's an absolute win win. Sure. And there is no reason why you don't take. Every, if I had a chance to play my entire schedule against big teams, I would. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Because all you need is one. And then, but then, okay, so you play a big school. So Howard goes, and let's just say, I'm just using Howard as an example, the UNLV game. Howard 
hypothetically gets blown out. They get blown out. It's still a win-win. They still made $600,000, and they have experience. They have, you know, a little bit, little bit of momentum. They're going, we're going back to our league, and we're going to never play anybody like that ever again. Now, you don't want things to go completely bad, and you want to take some good things out of it, but of those games, you can attribute it to that other team was better, more physical, whatever. Mm-hmm. When... When my team, we played Utah State, we were winning with 10 minutes left in the first half. That's all I remember about that game. Mm-hmm. That right there was the absolute pinnacle of, you know, our season almost. Right. Because it was like, At- oh, my God, we could play with these guys. Obviously, we ended up getting blown out by 25 points. Right. But, hey, we were winning with 10 minutes left to go in the first half. Uh-huh. That's a big deal. Mm-hmm. You know, and so we got paid to play them. And then we took away that experience. And then we go in the locker room. Yeah, we got beat by 25. If that was a normal game, if that was one of our conference rivals, you'd be pissed. But you go in the locker room and you go, guys, we're never going to see anybody like that ever again. We just got paid. We go home with heads held held high. We'll be fine. Once again, just more beauty of college sports. Yeah. Right? Free market. There are things that can just be so impressed. Like, you, you know, NFL games. NBA games this is professionals playing each other with with college games. It's you, you talk about the talent pool being so different from, you know, division one FBS big time power five school playing a little FCS school, but there's still freaking 18 to 21 year olds. A lot yeah. of a lot of things can happen. There are imperfections. They are not. They're not perfect. There's crazy stuff that can happen that a true sports fan, I think, can admire a whole lot. And that's, like you said, it's the beauty of it. It's the beauty yeah. of it, and it is. Granted, how many FCS schools played FBS schools and got their their butts kicked? A, a, a lot. A I lot. will. I w- we just talked about one. So you, on yeah, the you break. have one out of a hundred. Well, so Howard <laughs> Howard beat UNLV, and then James Madison, somewhat of a of a local school, I guess you can say they won the national championship in that. Right, they're an FC. Did they win the national championship? Yep. They, they they won it. So yes, they beat yes. they beat ECU. So East Carolina, obviously a, not a power five, that's but that's an legit FCS school. I no, mean, they're not. They're I, an FB- I know, but like that is more of an FCS school in disguise than UNLV. I don't know UNLV. UNLV's anyway, been horrible for a long time. We're picking cherries here. It's the same thing, but still they they won and and they're. I don't know if they're not supposed to win, but. Being the FCS champions, playing the, at the bottom of the barrel. Right. But you're you know, talking, so we're talking conference. about 100, 100 games, one team comes out on top. I just thought it was funny that nobody, you know, nobody bothered to mention other the other FCS school beating. Because that's know. not even really a shock, though. JMU's a powerhouse. But now. they're a powerhouse FCS school. That's the thing in college sports. Yeah. Is there going to be a difference between FCS and FBS in a couple of, I I don't know. That's what that's what I'm talking about is the is the ta- I get it. is the temple like as a high school athlete, wouldn't you rather go to East Carolina than James Madison to yes. play football? Yes. Right, but James Madison is getting these these high school players who can who can compete against, you know, I don't want to say middle of the pack, but I don't. I also don't want to say bottom of the order. Freaking FBS schools like East Carolina. You know, I they play see. in the American Athletic Conference. They play. They played University of Houston last year. Had to play Navy. They got legit schools in the in the AAC. Sure. Right. Sure. Interesting. Interesting topic. I liked more of the whole like getting paid thing. I think anybody can beat anybody, but when you pay somebody and you get beat. That's where the line is crossed for me. That's where it's like, this is pretty cool. Well, it's the price too of like getting your butt kicked. Yeah, like, that just stings you. Yeah, more. I'll, I'll I'll take the check, and you know what? I'll take the chance of winning too. Ninety nine percent of the time, your FCS school will kick the crap out of your F- FBS school, yeah. or whatever uh-huh. other way around. Ninety nine percent of the time, it's going to happen. But then that one percent, Howard shows up to play. Apparently, Cam Newton's brother is the quarterback for Howard. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. That's a good pull right there. So apparently that happens. He has himself a day, huh. and you never know. 
But yeah, that's that's college football for you. Any big this is the big game coming this weekend? Ohio State, Oklahoma. Oklahoma, yeah. That's it. It's like the I three mean, versus the seven or something. And Oklahoma's the, always overrated. And well, the, well, the big game last week, Alabama FSU turned turned out being a dud. Like, don't be fooled uh, by the little dud. numbers next to the team. Alabama ended up beating Florida by. Or, I'm sorry, Alabama ended up being Florida State by what? Three scores, twenty four to seven. Yeah, something like that. However many scores. So again, don't be fooled by the little numbers next to team names. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's it for college football, I think. Hmm? After talking about how much better college football is than the NFL, mm-hmm. let's go ahead and talk about the NFL and why we're excited about it. Yeah, I guess we have so. to. I guess so. I'm wearing my skin shirt. You are. I'm wearing my red skin shirt. I made a point. Surprise! Did this? Shirt. I did. I'm a guy who sets out his clothes for work before. The night before? Yeah, the Me night too. before. Me you too. do that. Do the same thing. So I got my clothes set out now for for my day tomorrow. Yeah. And I have a white shirt, white button up shirt, and you I have a Redskins red tie. Yeah. And I'm going to choose to wear a Redskins tie as a teacher to a school because I'm a free American and I will not be told what I can or cannot wear. It's very appropriate. It's very tasteful. It has little R's all over it with Redskins colors. Of course. I'm not being mean here. I'm just, I'm rooting for my team. There we go. That's all. Why do we got to make, why do we have to make a bigger deal about it? We're getting political. Anyway, uh, NFL, we got Pats and Chiefs going on the screen right now. Patriots scored. Seven nothing. And they were (laughs) fumble. It's so, Patriots. (laughs) Not the score again. They're they're, they're just just too good. They're just too good. Yeah. I did have a little bit, uh, and we can tie it into the Redskins. Just watching the first three minutes of the game, and and just watching the Patriots over the past few years, this is a a bigger topic. Is is the culture of the Patriots? And I don't know if you know where I'm getting at, but it's the culture culture of the Patriots versus the culture of the Redskins. You could put those teams in two are both of the same uniform. And and it's just like these guys on the Patriots understand what the uniform and like the Patriots mean. And I don't know if it's the coaching staff or the ownership or whatever. The defense probably isn't any better player-wise than the than the Redskins. Now maybe I mean I don't know about that. The defense was like 31st in the yeah, league well, last year. Maybe I'm eating those words. But it's the way they play. They play with confidence. I, they I, play with I see what you're, I see you're they saying. They play like they're supposed to be there. And you watch teams, and this is not just in the NFL. This is in baseball. This is in high school football. This is everywhere. When you believe that you're a better team, you play like it. Mm-hmm. And the Patriots have always believed that they're the better team out in the field. Okay. I think another, another part of that the patriot the patriot success versus the redskins is just the freaking continuity is just the fact yeah, that yeah. we've had two guys for the patriots running everything for the past decade and a half you're talking about Kraft and Belichick Kraft and Bel- I was even going Belichick Brady okay you know what i mean yeah. having one head coach and one quarterback for a decade and a half versus you know, Reds, who it's like, oh, for the Redskins, if you can't prove it in year one, you're gone. You get a you get a two year leash, you're gone. You know what? Put your Brady was in, successful from the start. That, very true. That's that's very true. But that everybody's not Brady. Everybody's not no. Belichick. Can we have some time to develop, please? I get that it's a bloodthirsty league, and I get that everybody's on a short leash. But maybe we can create a little bit of continuity for ourselves. You can, you can. It's it's the culture I think that the coaching staff creates. Sure, they, it's amazing. Dude. They it's they, amazing. Ex- they expect winners. That as what they as what they expect. Culture culture is a big part of it. Uh, and uh, did the Patriots just score again. Uh, yeah. That's a flag of the play. We'll, we'll figure it out. But yeah, they scored again. They're gonna score like for the fourth time. We got Redskins Eagles now. Yeah. Redskins historically bad week one. Historically bad. But I do like Redskins' chances against the Philadelphia Eagles. Yeah, I do. Absolutely. 
I literally just heard, probably Absolutely. can't hear on the recording, when I asked that and there was a brief pause, literally heard crickets like in the in the outside. Literally heard crickets when I said, I like the Redskins change. Well, I, I just heard, saw that they actually upheld the, upheld the call, it looks like. But still, yeah, of course. I mean, the Redskins have a chance in, in almost every game. Well, I don't know about that. I, I, I shouldn't say that's a stupid thing to say, but eh. I believe in Kirk Cousins, man. I yeah. do. Oh, me too. I do. Me too. We, and again, week one, there's there's a lot of things to uh, to be seen that obviously you can't take away in in preseason stuff, but there are still, I think, factors that are yet to be answered, such as the defense, uh, defense, eh. defense, new wide receivers, Doxon. Basically a rookie again this year. Pryor. Terrell Pryor. Uh, running game. You know, we started with Matt Jones last year. Now Fat, Fat Rob has Fat it. Rob. There, there are there are a lot of unanswered questions that, like you said, can go either way. So, you know, can go either way. And who better to play week one, honestly, than the Eagles? Much better than the freaking Steelers week one well, last sure, year. You, sure. you know what I mean? Yeah, I, I get where you're going with that. But it's just so important to win. It's it's a conference game, obviously, um, but just momentum too. Because week two, it's the Los Angeles Rams, which will be fun. That'll Gotta be, f- be a win. Well, that'll be fun. Want to talk about uh, just because of uh, McVay, just because yeah. Sean McVay, yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, have, having the reins and playing the old team, um, have to go to Los Angeles. I believe. Are you a Daniel Snyder hater? I mean, I don't know. It it is a little curious how this it's it's sort of one of those uh, what's the common denominator thing? Yeah. Did you think of that when I mentioned the whole idea of continuity? Continuity and just like the coaching staff, right? And again, it's it is just a little peculiar how the skins common haven't been successful is at all. Daniel Snyder, right? At oh. all, or at the very least, Bruce Allen. You know, it's. You, it's what it's got to be one of them, and like it has to be at, at this point. It does. It does. You know they've messed around enough. They tinkered enough. How how do you not have a handle on it at this point? I'm re- honestly, Scott. I'm not a hater of anything. I kind of don't hate anything. I don't get too hot and bothered about. You're sports. a little lover. I love things, uh, but you, you fit in in the '70s. <laughs> but to me, lover and you drive around a drug van and. It'd be, it'd be fun. I drive a all black uh, Toyota Tacoma. Actually, thank you very much. Well, I'm saying if you were in the seventies, you cool. you'd buy one of those like drug vans, those hippie vans, and talk about the V Dub, the microbus. Yeah, yeah, we're just first of all, everything. if you don't think a microbus is cool, then I don't want to be. I'm your not friend. saying it's not cool. I'm just saying you would drive one if it, if this was the seventies. I might drive one. You're like, let's just love everybody, man. No, it's I'm not saying love everybody. I'm just as far as this is a sports podcast. Yeah. I don't know where you're going. I don't. I don't have a. I'm not ever <laughs> gonna like on. hate anything when it comes to sports, as a lot of skins fans do. I always know that sports, it's not life and death. We've said right. it so many times. Oh, this yeah. is just, yeah. this is a leisure activity, and I happen to love competition. I love the analogy that sports presents us for life. I love the lessons that it teach. I like talking Absolutely. about it, but I'm never going to confuse it with life and death and hate and blah, 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 all that stuff. Right. Like talking about sports, hanging out. Drinking a few beers, having having a few pops. So that's what this life is about, man. That's that's why we've done this for a year, and we're mm-hmm. we're gonna keep doing it for another year. It never seems like work talking about sports. It doesn't. It doesn't. This this is fun, and I hope everybody else is having fun because, dude, one year's a big deal. Never thought we'd get here. It's, one, it's amazing. One year's pretty cool. So we I still hate football. Yeah, clearly. Did, did you? So you didn't think we were going to make it a year? Are we? Ma- are we making it two years? Oh, Am I just going to ask that question with live mics? Uh, we making it two years? If I'm a betting man, if you're a betting man, ooh, what I do for for a few bucks? We making it two years, Scott? In what the heck is? Yes. What is it? To, September of 2017. Yes. Are we here? September of two. Maybe it's a different location. Maybe it's not the basement. I think we can do it. I, I think we, we can do it. We do it as well. We do need. Uh, we do need help from the listeners. Yeah, we do. Got to get some help sharing help. social media. We need some. We need some tech help too. We, we would mind. Like we would <laughs> mind. You know, a couple more downloads. We need, um, we need some tech help to get some. 
people on. We'll pay you in beers. I don't really know what else. I mean, we got a pretty sweet setup. Oh, I'm okay with the setup. Maybe get some sound pads in here to make soundproof the room. The photos of family members <laughs> don't really don't do it. All right, let's. Uh, what? What do you got? No, it's been it's been it's been a great ride. Good good year. Let's get we into the world renowned weekend appetizer. Like we put it on episode one, world renowned weekend app. And with said weekend appetizer, we have to stick to tradition. One being listen to the Dropkick Murphys, and two, you have to go first and tell us all the things that you're going to be watching this week. Uh, I'll go first, I guess. Yeah, I guess that's, that's how it happens. I guess it's how it's happened for a whole year. Uh, no excuse for I guess one I, I whole. Guess I know now. I guess I know now. One whole year, Scott. You can't keep don't, that Dropkick Murphy down. Don't fix something that isn't broken. Well, it's not worked though. So it's a very good point. <laughs> not broken, but it hasn't worked. I'm still having fun. Yeah, having a great time. All right, so if you're not watching football this weekend, something's wrong. Uh-huh. And so we should have a conversation about, like, are we watching baseball or football? If the Nationals are on, are you watching the Redskins or Nationals right now? You're saying, because the Nats are going to play during the day on Sunday. So are you watching with the, the Nationals with, game or with, the Redskins game? With the, with the Redskins time at 1 o'clock. Um, it's, it's, it's skins will be set and then I'll watch the Nats on a commercial of the skins. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Right. So it's skins are the skins one are number seed. one though. Huh? Skins are number one for sure for I now yeah. until we get to the playoffs. Games. I mean, that is pretty obvious. That's, yeah. that's gotta be, but I, I see you're saying, yeah, yeah. Makes sense. So, but if you're not watching football this weekend, something's going on, even me and we're bunch of football haters and stuff like that we're watching football this weekend yeah. we're watching college football on saturday yeah. still gearing up with cupcake games but that's all right and then more matchups well more NFL, anticipated matchups than last week we go on we follow our fantasy teams we root for our fantasy players we do the whole song and dance about that man i didn't think you had mentioned fantasy uh, at all this episode sarcasm. you did sarcasm you but big okay. old goober what do you got all right what I'm I'm done. I'm good. Okay, I was still thinking, oh, but go ahead. I hope you guys enjoyed the two seconds had, of dead you've air had and so much time to think drop about kicks. it. I had to lead off. Well, we got Nats are playing the Phillies. Thank you. Nats are playing the Phillies, yeah. which is kind of cool. So the Washington Nationals we play the Philadelphia Phillies, while Didn't the Washington Redskins are playing the Philadelphia Eagles. They share a plane down here. I don't know. I, I would. I, so my weekend appetizer, I'm looking forward to. I'm guessing there's going to be some social media, internet tweets of maybe Strauss meeting up with Kirk Cousins. I feel like, or not Strauss, I feel like Scherzer would get along real well with Kirk Cousins. Yeah, right? I feel like they're the same. Like, dudes. who are friends from the Redskins and Kirk Nats? and Scherzer for sure? Who's who's pairing up? Who's Bryce buddies with on, oh, on the Skins? I'm trying to think. Harper. There's nobody with enough longevity on the skins. That's true, continuity. Do you think Dusty Baker and Jay Gruden are getting along? Do you think they're sitting down at what are those so. famous cheesesteak sh- freaking shops in, in oh, freaking Philly? Shoot. Pats and Pats Geno's. And Pats and Geno's. Think they're, they're going there and cheese whiz on their, on their freaking cheesesteak. But seriously, who's who's friends from the from There's the Nats nobody. and Skins? There's nobody on the on the Redskins. Kirk and Scherzer. Kirk and Scherzer is the only one I can compare it to. The only guy that's been there for a while other than that is like you know, Will Compton. You got Trent Williams. I mean, who else has been there? Josh Norman. I, I can see Josh Norman and Bryce Harper. Both a little like, both a little, little pompous. There, little ditzy, little, I'm trying to think of where guys are from. Like, like Josh Norman, South Carolina. Any uh, South Carolina know. guys yeah. like on the Nats? They I'm thinking about personality-wise, oh, though. Yeah, Scherzer would yeah. get along with Kirk because they're just both dudes. Yeah, leaders. Yeah, both religious da- or Down-to-earth. Like yeah. You know, fairly down-to-earth. So that's cool. Uh, Navy football got Tulane, the okay. Green Wave, and the O's have Cleveland. They're in Cleveland playing the Indians. Good AL AL matchup. So that's that's you know that's what I'll be doing this weekend. Our my my adult uh, men's league team. We got a game on Sunday. Uh, so, DL. So I'll be doing that. Nah, You're I'm definitely I'm not going to pitch. I'm definitely restricted. Yeah, no pitching for me. But same team as as the spring season. 
As a summer season? Summer season. Uh, different team. I, I got one same teammate. The fall and the spring are a little bit more, like, competitive, organized in the summer. Summer's just a little more fun, but... Um, yeah, so no pitching for me this this weekend, but maybe play maybe play like second. I can handle like a ninety foot throw. <laughs> Chuck Knoblock uh, over there, dude. I can't throw to first base. Arm is trash right now. Arm Jeez. is trash. No, the throwing's fine. It's the freaking pain. I feel like if I throw under the ball, my Chuck arm Knobloch, that crap arm's gonna go. There. Well, he just had the yips. He had a, that was a mental disorder. Who, came, who, who else hurt? can't throw the first? Well, Zimmerman couldn't throw the first and third. That was the yips, too. I'm talking about, I'm, I'm, I need medical attention. That's what I'm You're talking about. trainer. Uh, trainer will get you back up there. Other than that, it's our weekend appetizer. That's cool. Perpetual sports talk. Scott, here. where can they find us after a whole year? Where can they find us? We have expanded out into the interwebs. Yeah. Facebook, Twitter, Podbean. What else? Hopefully, iTunes. Hopefully we're still on Bobby. Yeah, because we might not be on Bobby, but we're still on iTunes. So please, well, please, please, please leave us a review. I know, but, you know, just leave us something stupid. Give us one star and say these guys suck. Or it'd, it'd be funny. Look. We don't care. We know you're out there. We know somebody's listening on iTunes. For whoever you friends are, in Japan, thumbs up. Please, please, do please. Do something. Our friends in Canada, Japan. Thailand, China, wherever you're at, I know you're out there. I know you're listening. Leave a bad comment for Christ's Please. sake. Please. That would be so comment. funny if you left us something in like Chinese. Just how bad we are. That'd be great. But we're out there and yeah, that's that's about it. Please like and subscribe. Do all that crap. Whatever you want to do. Yeah. If you want to be on the show as well, we yeah, welcome yeah. everybody. That would be amazing if we got somebody from another country on the show. Oh yeah, that would be cool. Be incredible. You gotta brush up on your Japanese. We give you a full hour, probably. One hundred percent. Yeah. If you're from another country, you want to be on the show. Yeah, we'll give you a full hour, full episode. Other than that, until next Thursday, new episode for your drive into work Friday morning. My name is Sean, and I'm Scott.